Well, ahead of the elections on the Northeast, Amit Shah, the Home Minister, in an interview says that there is realistically no competition for Modi in 2024. This and several other key points. We'll be debating some of the points mentioned by Amit Shah. But first, a key look at some of the points that he's raised. All right, let's get a quick couple of reactions to that. Gaurav Gogoi of the Congress, Ashutosh, the senior journalist, Smita Prakash, who did that interview, the editor of ANI with us as well, and Sudesh Varma of the BJP. Gaurav, uh, Amit Shah saying we will win all the northeastern states. The opposition uniting cannot unite and beat the BJP. How would you respond? Uh, Vishnu, I look at uh, 2024 as an election where two competing visions of India will contest with each other. A vision by the prime minister of tyranny, of authoritarianism, of a unipolar India, and a vision offered by the Congress and other opposition parties of a multi multipolar, plural India, in which the citizens of India enjoy their rights as prescribed by the Constitution. Mm -hmm. And I think, therefore, the election will not be Modi versus who, but it would be an election whether for citizens, whether you choose tyranny over freedom. And I'm quite confident that no matter how much hubris uh, the Home Minister has said, a lot of this hubris is only because currently the BJP is on the back foot with respect to the Adani allegations, they're trying to distance themselves away from it. And so far, their excuses have been very flimsy. In fact, I'm glad today the income tax office uh, went to the BBC because I thought the income tax uh, department had become extinct because we've been asking for an income tax inquiry into the Adani group because of the serious allegations raised in Hiddenberg report. And there was no life. And so far... Now, today that I've seen the IT team in action, I hope tomorrow at least, whether the income tax or the SEBI or ED, at least someone would visit the Adani office or is income tax only for opposition parties, ED only for Rahul Gandhi and CBI only for other political opponents. So I'm quite sure that people of India are tired and frustrated with both the arrogance, hubris and the constant erosion of constitutional rights and our democratic principles. Smitha, you know, in doing this interview, one of the points that um, uh, Amit Shah mentioned that the Prime Minister is alone and that alone is enough to win. Uh, a few days back, we had a conversation and you said that Modi is Teflon and that's something which the opposition has to recognize. Do you believe they are still in denial for, for no valid reason? And what Amit Shah was saying isn't just rhetoric, it's a fact. It's a, it's, it's a statement of fact. There's nobody who matches Modi now or in 2024, just a couple of years away. Well, that is what the BJP says, that uh, there is nobody in competition to Modi and uh, to the BJP. And uh, and the results in these next few uh, months, you know, the elections that are going to happen in eight or nine states, that will uh, prove that uh, Rahul Gandhi is no match, because that was the specific question that is it going to be Rahul Gandhi versus uh, Modi. So he said, let the results show. And uh, where does the confidence stem from? It stems from the fact that three uh, northeastern states are going to polls. Uh, this month in February, Tripura being the first one of them, after that Meghalaya and Nagaland and the Congress has barely uh, uh, campaigned at all. In Tripura, 
uh, none of the Gandhis have come to campaign. And here was a state which for two decades and more uh, was in power and they gave way and uh, they gave way to the communists. And even now the seat sharing, they're playing the smaller partner role. And it, it's the same case in Meghalaya and Nagaland where they just they're not campaigning, barely any campaign at all. So whereas the the BJP is on this perpetual campaign mode and they list out whatever they have achieved in uh, in the past uh, uh, eight years. So they they don't, uh, when I said that Modi is Teflon, I didn't say Modi is Teflon. What I meant to say that none of the accusations seem to stick on him when uh, the Congress makes okay. it because the election results show that he seems to be Teflon. I didn't say that I'm giving got him, it, got it. Uh, the, the label of being Teflon, uh, Vishnu. Got it. Ashutosh, uh, there is a point, uh, you know, it's, I mean, statistically, it's correct in many cases. Modi emerges stronger from opposition attacks. That's what Amit Shah says. Uh, you know, isn't this a fact that you can say whatever you want, but somehow or the other, he's not weaker by anything. Uh, Vishnu, uh, Amit Shah wants to believe something. It is, he's entitled to believe into that. If he wants to think that um, Modi is uh, is going to win election hands down to 2024, he is entitled for his opinion because he has also said that in Bengal the BJP is going to form the government and will get more than 200 seats. Okay. He also said in Delhi that the BJP will will form the government and BJP got only eight seats in uh, 2020 assembly elections. So as a political leader, as a leader of a political party, he will have tall claims. But when I when I was hearing Amit Shah, I was reminded of Mr. Pramod Mahajan. Uh, he was the architect of the 2004 uh, parliamentary elections. And in the morning when the counting was just to begin, uh, he was very proudly said that we are going to form the government with, uh, with, with a simple majority. And look what happened. So in politics, uh, one and a half year, almost one and a half year is a too long, long, long a time. What happens, nobody knows. I'm not in a position to predict right now that Mr. Modi will get 350 seats at the 400 seats or he will uh, come back to 250, 150 seats. The fact of the matter is that Mr. Narendra Modi is the most popular leader in the country. As of now, if you look at the competition, there is hardly anybody who can match up to his popularity. But the, the same popularity continues and the same, uh, the, he, he again come back with 300 seats. I'm not going to guess for guess for that. Yes, Amit Shah can do that because he is the leader of the party. If I had been in his position, I would have been saying the same thing. And the second point is, it's very simple. Mr. Narendra Modi has made it clear in the parliament that it is he who matters in the BJP rest are not in detail and does not matter. All right. Okay. Uh, Sudeshji, would you like to reply to that, that it's too early for anybody, Amit Shah or anybody to actually, you know, claim that they're going to win. It doesn't quite necessarily have to happen that easily. Look what happened in Bengal. Look what happened in Delhi. You see, when you talk of uh, Vishnu 2024 Lok Sabha elections, then talk to any analyst in this country. He would speak the same language. What Mr. Amit Shah has spoken. You talk to any BJP karakarta today, he would tell you, she would tell you the same thing, that we are going to win hands down. It is not based on overconfidence or we are not talking in air. It is based on the groundwork which the BJP does. You know, the kind of karakartas, the kind of dedication, you know, the kind of preparedness that goes. We always say that, you know, we are the people who are always ready to face examination. It's not just that we start preparing uh, for elections when the elections come. The preparation goes on to take people's policy to, uh, you know, uh, people, uh, proper policies to people, tell them that what the government has done. It's a continuous process that goes on, isn't it? So that is why we are confident. And on the other hand, we see that the opposition does not exist even for the namesake. 
Mr. Rahul Gandhi uh, did a Bharat Jodo Yatra, but he didn't have even the rationality to speak. Uh, when the Bhadar, Bharat was uh, broken down, that it had to be, you know, united. He himself said that everything is fine in this country. But then by the time he reached Kashmir, he had a different narrative. So here is the bear who is confused about his own politics. The Congress doesn't know what it wants to do. So it's a distant dream for the Congress, at least for another decade, to think of replacing the BJP or Mr. Narendra Modi today. In fact, Gaurav, that's a key point that so many say that, you know, when it comes to opposition unity in this country, there is none. Therefore, it's one thing for the Congress party to talk about ideals and ideas, but realistically, where are you going to stand? Where, do you, where will you stand in just a year and a half from now? Uh, you know, Vishnu, we keep hearing about this so-called BJP machinery and so-called how they are uh, do, doing well in elections or going to do well in elections. Well, we just had two state elections, one in Prime Minister's home state and one in BJP National President J.P. Nadda's home state. Guaranteed, we didn't do well in Gujarat, but we did win uh, Himachal. In Delhi, it wasn't a BJP victory. Previously, also in Punjab, it wasn't a uh, BJP victory. In Tamil Nadu, it wasn't a BJP victory. In Bengal, it wasn't a BJP victory. In Kerala, it wasn't a BJP victory. Yes, you had a BJP victory in, in Goa and Manipur and Assam. But I don't see this kind of uh, the you know sweep of state elections uh, proving that the BJP election uh, machinery is unbeatable. It is very tough. It is very beatable. It, no matter how much they talk about they door to door, they have lost a lot of state elections. They lost a lot of prestigious elections. They lost their... J.P. Nadda's home state, despite the Prime Minister giving call to an independent rebel, even the independent did not listen to him. So, you know, let, you know uh, I think there's been a lot of merits and takeaways from the Bharat Joro Jatra. As we initially said, it was never meant for an electoral purpose. But we do see the benefit will will yield in the upcoming elections. Okay. We'll see in Karnataka. We'll see in Tripura as well. Uh, again, and just to uh, tell Smita, uh, as well, it's not as if the BJP is very uh, heavily invest, uh, heavily present in Meghalaya. They just have two MLAs. So let us not make uh, as if Meghalaya is a BJP government. It has two out of sixty MLAs. Let us not pre pre uh, present to the viewer as if BJP is heavily present in Nagaland. They have hardly zero or one MLAs in Nagaland out of sixty. So yes, they have a government in Tripura which is about to go. But in Meghalaya and Nagaland, it is the regional parties. Uh, which obviously are aligned to the BJP at the moment, but who knows where the alliance of these regional parties lie in the future. Smita, you want to reply? Can I, can I reply, Vishnu? Uh, Sudesh ji, half a second, let Smita come in. Yeah, yeah half a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Sudesh ji, half a second. When, it, when I say, the, when yeah, I yeah, say that the Congress is... You know, uh, Tarunji, the, the fact that regional parties, you know, you, the Congress cannot rest easy with regional parties defeating the BJP or coming across as an alternative to the Congress, which it makes the Congress weaker and weaker. The Northeast, the seven Northeastern states plus Sikkim. Now, eight Northeastern states were the fortress of the Congress, which you guys let go. You let go to the BJP. If you count Kerala and West Bengal and the others, the fact is that you are present only in three states. You have government only in three states, which is just one more than the Ahmadmi Party. And how long has the Ahmadmi Party been in business? Hardly any time. So as far as the BJP is concerned, let me tell you, off the record, BJP guys are hoping that the principal opposition is the Congress in 2024 and it is Rahul Gandhi. 
because they they really don't want a united opposition they would very happily fight the congress because though the congress is present all across the country as compared to other opposition parties they see the the a depleted congress very easily defeatable all right a depleted congress might be defeatable uh, we'd like to leave it over there lots of key points mentioned by amit shah the rhetoric uh, well and truly up in the run up to the elections in the northeast